Welcome back to Popular Apocrypha. I'm Tyler. I'm Riley. I'm Nick. He's sick. Nick is I'm sick. Batman. Nick, Nick the sick. Nick the sick. I, I think I'm probably going to be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I say that's my voice. Just do, drops out. <laughs> no, I'll be, I'll be good. <laughs> probably. Yeah, I, I like that Nick the sick rhymes. Also, Nick is so sick. <laughs> <laughs> That is not what they called me in high school. Oh, well. Anyway, uh, before we get into today's character, which is Admiral Amelin Holdo from Star Wars The Last Jedi. Admiral Akbar. Nope. (laughs) Um, Let's play a little game. Before before we play the game, should we... Should we let the audience know that this is a redo? This is an episode that we lost. So yeah, we're redoing this episode. Um, uh, So this, yeah. I don't take, know. Two. Take, take two. Take two. And we'll make sure this one records. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're gonna do our best I mean, we're already past the point where it failed last time. So. Wow. Hey. It's all about little marks of success. <laughs> yeah, we're big leagues now, boys. <laughs> we've made it two minutes. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Actually, we've made it three minutes. <gasps> wow. Whoa. Incredible. I'm ready for the game. My, my mouth just got super dry for a second. <laughs> it's chill if I burp into the microphone, yeah. No. It's not you. No. It's, it's like not your listeners will smell it. He has a point. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when a cup of fart, but with a burp instead. He speaks the truth. So the Lord the Lord speaks through me. <laughs> so today's game is uh a game we've played before. It's called Fortunately Unfortunately, where one of you will be giving I'm, I'm so bad at this game. Perfect. You had I'll practice. Win. <laughs> you had, you had practice. Yeah, like whenever we did this. Yeah, like two or three weeks ago. We're yeah. also using the exact same prompts. <laughs> Oh, good. Okay. I'm still going to fail. <laughs> <laughs> so if you don't know how this game works, uh, one or either Riley or Nick will be unfortunately and the other one will be fortunately. They'll have to give unfortunate and fortunate um, uh, sentences or, or continuations of a story based on a prompt that I give them. So we'll just jump into it and uh, it'll make sense. I Sound good? Yeah. So who would like to be unfortunately and who would like to be fortunately for the first scene? Pick them out of decisions. Okay. Uh, my name is Nick Bates, and I will be unfortunately today. Nick's unfortunately, Riley's fortunately, and fortunately, the... I will be Nick Bates today. Oh, uh, and the <gasps> the prompt is: Luke Skywalker falls deeply in love with Yoda after being painfully rejected by his sister. Who starts? Uh, Nick starts. Okay. Unfortunately, we don't live in Alabama, so Luke and Leia cannot have children. Starting you're off gonna, strong. You're just going <laughs> to alienize a whole state, huh? Fine. The whole south of the United States. Oh, you're just gonna... <laughs> Half a country. <laughs> Just start naming whole countries. Now. Fortunately, this happens in space, not in America. Well, unfortunately, we're not arguing whether Leah and Luke can have babies. We're arguing the fact that Yoda and Luke can have babies. Fortunately, <laughs> I don't know Yoda anatomy. It could work. Unfortunately, neither do I. But I would assume that they cannot. So agree to disagree. <laughs> That's where we've landed well, on this one. I mean, one. can... Can humans have babies with puppets? <laughs> I think I already have the quotation for the end of the episode. <laughs> I mean, it's, just, it's just a question. <laughs> I think we're just going to move on. That's what I think. I mean, excluding the course. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so in the next prompt, Riley will be unfortunately, Nick will be fortunately, and the prompt is... Anakin Skywalker wakes up completely covered in sand, and Riley oh, will be no. going first. Fortunately, nope. I'm unfortunately. You're unfortunate. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was gonna give you a freebie, but hey, not yeah, going right. anymore. Unfortunately, this sand is very high grit, and I chafe. <laughs> Fortunately, it's a great exfoliator, and I will be smooth as a baby's bump. Unfortunately, you can only be smooth when you still have skin, and I'm losing skin. Fortunately, soon my blood will lubricate the sand, <laughs> and it will no longer hurt. <laughs> Unfortunately, then I'm going to die. Fortunately, boss. Fortunately, it's better than burning alive. Fortunately, he's <laughs> going to die. <laughs> Fortunately, I'm going to die. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, the sand is still really hot. Because it's in the desert, so I'm still burning alive. Uh, fortunately, it feels like a tanning bed, and <laughs> life is going to be good for a very short time. <laughs> unfortunately, I'm delirious and starting to black out. Fortunately, it's the end of my suffering. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Why does it have to go so dark? Because <laughs> all we do is dark here. No, it's not. This is the, the absence of sun. Welcome to the absence of sun podcast. Also, the, also the name of my uh, first rap album <laughs> debut, the absence of sun, with Dark McTwisty. Is that your rapper name? No, no, it's featuring Dark McTwisty. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah. my rapper name is Little Tiny Big Shoes. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming, did you? We, we can't record it this time in the morning anymore. <laughs> I think we just have to move on again. <laughs> Little tiny uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna give that one to Nick. Nick did really well that time. Thanks. I mean, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Whoa! Hey! Hey! Whoa! Some of us figured out that sand blood would lubricate? Question mark. Anyway, hey, let's move on. Um. So we're gonna go with Nick being unfortunately again, and Riley being fortunately. The prompt is that Emperor Palpatine <laughs> Emperor Palpatine is impeached after colluding with the separatists. <laughs> Riley just gave such a dead eye like <laughs> topical. We're getting <coughs> political today. We're getting um, space political. Space political. <clears throat> Hashtag impeach Tyler. Hashtag Nick for president. Is that your fortunately? No, just saying. Fortunately, Palpatine does not make up the Senate. Unfortunately, the Senate elected him. Well, fortunately, we got a black guy with a purple lab- saber to cut him up. <laughs> <laughs> His name is Mace Windu. <laughs> and he bawled. <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> he, he doesn't him cut him up. Him and his great lightsaber. Um, it's a great flavor. Great flavored lifesaver. And a lightsaber and some swords. Um, I'm fortunately, right? Yes. <laughs> fortunately, he got some backup, and those guys will do the job too. Unfortunately, they also get cut up. Unfortunately, it's a great way to lose some weight. <laughs> He's not wrong. Unfortunately, they didn't have much weight to lose. Ooh. Fortunately, now they're going to look great for the beach. Unfortunately, there's no beaches on Coruscant. Unfortunately, they can go to Tatooine. Unfortunately, they're dead. <laughs> Unfortunately, there are no beaches on Tatooine. <laughs> Hashtag more beaches for Tatooine. <laughs> Hashtag- My first act as space <laughs> chancellor <laughs> to put water on Tatooine. <laughs> more beaches on Tatooine. We're going to take the water from Naboo <laughs> yeah. and put it somewhere else. It is all going to Tatooine. Make two resort planets. I'm, so, I'm sorry, Nick. Riley got you beat on you that No, he didn't. Cause... <laughs> Stop, Nick! Because water... Okay, <laughs> this next prompt is about Nick. So Yeah, Nick, it is. So, Nick, do you want to be unfortunately or fortunately? I'm going to be unfortunately. He's <laughs> <laughs> playing to his strengths. Yeah. That's also a different kind of sentence. Nick's going to be unfortunately. Unfortunately. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> comma, unfortunately. So that means Riley will be fortunately, and the prompt is... Premptuation is important. Nick has just found out that he's going to be announced as a Jedi Master right after the council goes and confronts the Chancellor for treason. Unfortunately, I'm allowed to sit on this council, but I am not recognized as a Master. <laughs> you have that whole movie memorized. So, dude, I, <laughs> yep. Fortunately, we'll be right back, and we're going to give you a promotion. Right, like from a commercial break? Are you saying unfortunately or for- unfortunately? Speaking of commercial breaks. Oh. Hey! <laughs> I had to. You know I had to. Fortunately, this episode is sponsored by Bad Dragon Dildos. <laughs> no, it is not. <laughs> Go get you one that looks like a lightsaber. We are not sponsored Shove by Bad Dragon. Way up into the... Stop! To the... Your we are not sponsored by Bad Dragon, but we could be. Um, no, uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's my dream. That is <laughs> Imagine having a discount code Imagine Dragon Pock. Yes. For <laughs> Bad Dragon Dildos. Oh my god. I would <laughs> my shorts. I'm serious. I swear. I was just going to say, you know, if if you like the podcast, check out patreon.com slash P-O-P-A-P-O-C for post shows, our appendices, podcast, and more. Oh. Okay. I thought we were doing an actual ad read. No. We don't have any sponsors? I mean, yes. Yeah. 
Step one, get sponsored by Bad Dragon. (laughs) Step two, name a dildo the APOC. Then step three, advertise (laughs) it as Pop APOC in your... Oh, my God! (laughs) You know I have to leave all of that. No! Yes! Oh, the Lord has descended upon you, Riley. (laughs) No! No! (sighs) (laughs) The face of joyful contemplation on Nick's face right now. What would it look like? Uh, no, moving on. Big at the top and then small at the bottom? Moving I on. think it looks exactly like a book. <laughs> <laughs> like a scroll. We'll make, it, we'll make it a scroll. We'll call it good. So when you said shove it up your bum, what you really meant was put knowledge inside of your head. Through your bum. Through, Through your, your bum. It's like, when you, um, it's like when you butt chug a beer and it gets you drunk faster. <laughs> you shove a book Get up your knowledge high. Yeah, as you shove a, shove a book up your ass, you learn faster. <laughs> And that's the true meaning of Christmas. <laughs> I'm at home sitting on dictionaries all day. Dictionaries? <laughs> yeah. Got them. Just um, one page at a time. I just shove it way up in there. Dictionaries? Uh, he pounded it. I don't remember what we were talking about. <laughs> you said something about ad reads. Oh, no. You left, and then I'm going to become a... Uh, uh, unfortunately, I am not skilled in the ways of... Muay Thai... I don't know what that is. Muay Thai is a fighting style. Okay. It's a uh, Brazilian. Okay. Kind of like fortunately jiu-jitsu. that has nothing to do with your seat on the council. <laughs> well, unfortunately, yeah, it's whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Riley wins. All right, and finally, this one's about Riley. Uh, Riley <laughs> is being hunted by stormtroopers, but can only communicate for help in beeps and boops. Riley, would you like to be unfortunately or fortunately? Actually, do you want to be? R2-D2 or C-3PO? R2-D2. Cool. Yeah. <coughs> so yeah. you're not going to answer my question? No. Sh- <laughs> shut up. Uh, no, uh, unfortunately. I'll be unfortunately. Nick, okay. Nick is fortunately. You need to be beep, boop, beep, beep. Unfortunately, I... My treads just went out. Oh, my God. <laughs> R2. <laughs> when did you learn how to talk? Creepy. <laughs> I can't do voices right now. I can hardly do my own voice right now. Right. How do you expect right. me to do? See, right now. Right now. Right now. If, might, if, if my own freaking voice doesn't hold up. It might be best to move on, Ty. Um, I don't remember what you said. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fortunately, Nick is done. No. Fortunately, Nick's on that DayQuil diet. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like how your voice cut out even just doing that. <laughs> even just doing that. I'm, 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 <laughs> I'm trying my best here, dads. I'm proud of you, Nick. Thanks, Pops. You did actually really well today. Thank you. We're not done. (laughs) (laughs) We're like a third of the way into the episode, maybe. Like, Tops. That'll be it. No. Because we still got to talk about um, Chancellor Holdo or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Chancellor Papa Holdo. (laughs) Papa (laughs) Dodo. Papa Dodo. Papa Dodo. Guys, what is happening? Like Swedish chef over here. I thought that was Swedish chef. Hey, maybe we should talk about them soon. The anyway, Muppets? But today's, character, chef. but today's character is Admiral Amelin Holdo. Amelin Holdo and Leia Organa met as teenagers when both serving in Coruscant's apprentice legislature with the outspoken, unconventional Gatalentan and the tart-tongued, driven Alderanian becoming That's unlikely a lot of alliteration. Friends. Yeah, seriously. I didn't write this. Holdo joined the resistance and attained the rank of Vice Admiral, commanding the ship the Ninka. After Leia was injured in a First Order attack, Holdo transferred her flag to the Rattus and assumed command of the resistance. Her insistence on secrecy and her abrupt way of dealing with officers led to friction between her and Poe Dameron. 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 With the Starfighter Ace plotting to undermine her authority. <laughs> After Poe mutinied against Holdo, she... You did that joke last time, too. No, I, I didn't. I don't know. think you did. I think somebody no, I did. Didn't. I did. I think I, you thought it in your maybe, head and laughed you to yourself. Maybe, yeah, Nick, maybe Nick did. My authority! After Poe mutinied against Holdo, she and her loyalist officers fought back, firing stun blasts at their fellow Resistance members. Once Leia ended the mutiny, she and Poe evacuated the Rattus, and Holdo remained behind to pilot the cruiser. When the First Order targeted the transports, she gave her own life so they could escape jumping the Rattus to hyperspace and tearing the First Order's flagship in twain. In twain. I said that last time. Mark yeah, Twain. Yeah. Mar- into Mark in, Twain. Into Mark Twain. Into Mark's Twains. <laughs> oh. Emmeline Holdo is played by Laura no. Dern. She wears long flowing robes and has pink bobbed hair. Uh, all of this and more can be found at StarWars.com. So we received um, the request, a request to talk about this character 
from the Tom Hanks Defense Force uh, at Tom Hanks Defense on pod on, on podcast on podcast <laughs> on podcast. <laughs> at Tom Hanks Defense on Twitter. Specifically, uh, their member Jack stated that they loved Star Wars: the Last Jedi as a film, um, but the character Amlin Holdo <laughs> didn't. I tried to warn your ass, but you wouldn't listen. <laughs> now begin again. Specifically, their member. <laughs> no, again. Specifically, their member Jack stated that they loved the film The Last Jedi, but that the character Amelin Holdo just wasn't that great. Um, they, uh, he, Jack was talking about uh, why why is she so shady and antagonistic towards uh, Poe and everyone else, and what is she doing, and what is she hiding, and who even is she, and why does she have like zero backstory, and who cares? So. Okay, part of that was Jack, part of that was me, but... I'm speaking for Jack. Yes. Um, I'm speaking through Jack. No. So, Jack. I think this is the part of the show where I say that I think the character's fine, but um, Poe Dameron's a piece of shit. I think you're objectively wrong. Yep. <laughs> you're right, that was the next line. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I think I think we got our, our, yep. our scripts oh, so, mi- mixed so, so, up. Can, like... you, can you hand me that one? It's <laughs> like your sound for paper shuffling. Yeah, that's my paper shuffling. I, mean, I don't have just, paper. You could have just put a, a paper sound effect later. No. But instead you decided to just... That's too difficult. I'm just going to rub my hands together next rub to Rub your hands next to your freaking <laughs> microphone. Because that sounds like paper. You make a paper shuffling sound without paper. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so... I, Is it my line? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Stupid bit. <laughs> So why is Amelyn Holdo so shady and antagonistic? In the film, it seems like she's just no reason. Like, I don't see any reason that she's being super secretive. I mean, to me, to me, she's being incredibly antagonistic to everybody else, specifically Poe. But mainly that's because he's kind of portrayed in the film as if he's the only one that's really picking up on it uh, from the audience perspective. At least that, that's what I see. Um, so I, I don't get it. I don't see why she needs to be secretive about anything because really, she doesn't. Like she, it's not like she has some secret plan or anything that we're aware of, at least. So I don't, I don't understand it. See, I, I disagree because the film gives us Poe's point of view on, on the whole situation, right? Uh, we're following Poe, and Poe is made out to be the good guy. However, if you look at it, Poe has shown multiple times that he will just ignore orders from his superiors, which is why at the beginning of the film he is, um demoted in rank and dropped back down to just a pilot i think like squadron leader or something like that i think so i don't really remember um so he's demoted at the beginning of the film um holdo is an admiral like her her rank is way above that of a pilot um and therefore as a pilot he has no right or like justification for his constant second guessing of his admirals um orders and, and desires so i think holdo is cast holo hold how do you pronounce it holdo holdo hold up hold up h-o-l-d-o hold um i think holdo is portrayed in the light of being sneaky from poe's point of view but i think from anyone above poe it wouldn't be because even at one point she, she says like you have no power here captain like you were demoted recently or something like that right so I, I think that I'm not saying that Holdo's a good character. I just don't think she's as sneaky and dark as a lot of people th- say she is. I mean, even if the, the secrecy from the audience perspective is only being, you know, it's it's super biased or whatever because it's only Poe's perception of secrecy and manipulation and stuff. Um, I mean, at what point is that like, like, what's the distinction there? Like between the audience's perception of the secrecy and whatnot and our perception. Is it is it like you're saying, like the audience should just recognize? Are, are, you, are you saying that we as the audience should recognize that hierarchy demands obedience and that Poe should just shut up? Is well, that I'm, what you're saying? Honestly, what <laughs> I'm saying is that um, communism is the correct form of government. Um, I think that's the opposite. And has been saying. proven multiple times to be completely effective. Um, capitalism... Is the best way to get the little man down. This bit's going nowhere. No. What bit? (laughs) (laughs) I think the the theme of the films is to distrust, like, the people above you telling you stuff. Like, I I feel like, well, not the main theme of the films, but there's a pretty 
consistent theme that um, kind of bureaucracy and hierarchy like should not really be inherently trusted. Right. You know? The empire shouldn't just inherently be trusted. Um, I mean, we see that in the first order with uh, in, uh, in the Force Awakens when uh, Finn, the stormtrooper, rebels. Right. Right. Like, we see that well, trend. Like the the last three films, like have the rebellion who are like the heroes and mm-hmm. idolized, and so it's like, yeah, why shouldn't the one dude that rebels against his superiors be seen as the right, like the one in the right? That's a good point. You know, so so I don't know. I, I see thing is I think they were trying too hard to put twists into the movie is oh, what yeah. it falls down yeah, to yeah no I agree um, I definitely agree <laughs> because it, it, it kind of mirrors um, Ray and Luke on whatever planet they're on right I mean they've said it multiple times in the movie but um, because Ray is trying to learn but Luke keeps telling her no right and that mirrors Poe and Holdo in the way of like Poe wants to know more and Poe wants to do this and this and that, but Holdo keeps telling him no, right? So I think it's just, it, it's a mirroring of um, Luke and Ray, which, I mean, is a, is a pretty common plot device in, in lots of film and, and books and things like that. Is that, is that mirroring? Between Luke and Ray? Wait, do you mean between Ray and Poe? Is that what you mean? No, 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 no. Because the conflict that arises for Ray is, is like semi internal. And then semi against Luke, right? Yeah, yeah. Because Luke won't teach her. Yeah. And and when he does, refuses to go any farther than a certain point. Mm-hmm. And then with uh, Holdo and Poe, um, Holdo won't share knowledge with Poe. And even when she does, she refuses to go past a certain point. Right. That, right? I'm saying that's what I'm, I'm saying. There's a parallel between Ray and Poe. Right. And so I I think that. Um, my train of thought just oh, sorry that was probably me but no, you're good i i know i see what you're saying and that's interesting that there there is that parallel and so it, does that mean that it's the writers and directors intention to subliminally influence us as the audience to ship uh ray and poe instead of ray and finn is that what they're doing i think that's it conspiracy confirmed i actually ship ray and dark ray Ray and Dark Ray. Yeah, the one that she sees in the mirror down in the cave and then thinks about kissing but doesn't. Uh, I don't remember that. I don't remember that part, but I remember the down in the cave bit. Kinda. I've only seen it once. I ship Poe and Finn. I'd kiss her. <laughs> Poe and Finn? Oh, yeah. I absolutely One hundo percent. One hundo. Um, one holdo? One holdo percent. <laughs> you can see the same parallel between Kylo and um, Snope? Snope? Snape? Snoke. Sneep. Here's a fun fact. Sneep. Snoke, Luke, and Admiral Holdo. All the obstacles in their way die. What? Like all the people telling the other people no. Like Luke tells no to Ray. Admiral Holdo so says wait. no to Poe. All of the older people that tell the young people no end up dead. I just re- this is a freaking political movie. <laughs> <laughs> all movies are political. This one's fact. more political. That or- is a fact. Huh? Huh? <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Nick's losing it. We gotta go. <laughs> Nick lost it years I mean, ago. To get back to to Holdo, I, I I agree with Nick. I think that once again, like they were trying to set these expectations for a big twist, or trying almost in a way creating like tension in a movie that didn't have much tension. Yeah. Right. Like as far as like looking at it from an outcomes perspective. The whole like secrecy or the audience, the intentional, the intended perception of secrecy and manipulation, and all that of Holdo, like what came out of that? Like what did blew that, up ship? Like which like Bluey. so what? <laughs> which uh, to me, I I didn't like that that much. I mean, visually and all that and like explosions. Yeah, it looks super the moment cool. Was cool and like it's a cool moment, but like. It doesn't do anything. Like, it has no it lasting impact. Right. No lasting impact. The First Order and the Rebellion both make it down to the planet like they essentially probably would have anyway. And so, like, it's kind of pointless. I mean, maybe you could argue that, you know, uh, Holdo's sacrifice of, you know, sending the ship into hyper hyperspeed and, and tearing through that ship did allow the Rebellion to make it to the planet, um, whereas they would have just been, like, captured or killed in space. But... To me, as far as outcomes, I'm looking for long-standing impact, and there wasn't really much. Well, I'm, 
like Holdo's not a good character in the fact that they're we're given no backstory, right? right? So we're given we're given a character who's dropped in and then portrayed as the sneaky bad guy until she isn't anymore. However, you don't have any you don't have any attachment to this character because she was there for a few scenes, but we have no backstory, no <laughs> real real reason why Leia decided that she would be the replacement. Um, nothing tying us to her and like to like no no scenes that show her doing something that Poe doesn't see. That would that would endear us to her in any reason, either as the good guy or as a villain, right? Like like she's 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 portrayed as this sneaky like maybe suspicious kind of thing at the beginning, but but not to an extent where it would be where it's obvious that like she's supposed to be the bad guy or that she's supposed to be the good guy. Right. Well, and I think so. She's, something I didn't think about the last time we recorded this, and <laughs> that I'm thinking about now. Um, I think you can draw an incredible amount of analysis parallels in how to do a uh, minor character correctly versus incorrectly when I think of uh, Lando Calrissian, mm. right? Because, yeah, like, yeah. Lando Calrissian isn't really there much, no, right, comparative to the other characters. Right? And I haven't but, seen Solo, so I don't know what his right, impact is but there. I'm only really talking about, like, four through six. Right. Well, he, yeah, he's not in four. He's in five and six. Right, and... Here's the thing, like you don't really get introduced to him all that much, but his betrayal kind of stings a little bit. Right. And well, so like what what have they done there that they haven't done with Admiral Holdo? And I think it's the established some form of connection. Yeah. Well, so with with Calrissian, um they established pretty quickly that he and Han are good They're good buddies. friends, right? Mm-hmm. And Han you've already been through a movie and a half with. So you trust Han, you like Han, Han is the good guy. So if, if Han also Specifically, Harrison Ford, who like is a gruff dude, like yeah. as an actor, and portrays gruff, you know, gruff people. If he trusts somebody, yeah. then you want to trust that. Yeah, ab- you want to. After proving in the first movies, like he's a little hesitant to trust, right? But then, then comes around. Like we we then see Lando, and Lando's a good dude. Offers his help immediately, and Han trusts him completely. So that that endears you to the character, as in like, oh, okay, so these guys trust this guy, therefore he has to be a good guy. Mm-hmm. So it stings when Calrissian turns on them, because you've already established in your mind that for sure he's a good guy. And maybe they tried to do that with Holdo, you know, with Leia and Holdo, very similarly. Very, it's a great analogy that Lando is because you know you can see again they've established some link of backstory to Leia, but from my perspective, from my personal experience watching the film, and it sounds like a lot of people, they just didn't feel connected to the character. I don't think that they established a clear and quality connection to between Holdo yeah. and Leia. I don't remember much, like I don't remember the film in detail, but it it feels like everything was established in like a passing dialogue. Yeah, exactly. That, yeah, all, all that all that we know is that. Uh, Leah knows uh, Holdo, and Holdo is part of the resistance. Yeah, and and that Holdo is taking over the ship while Leah is injured. Yeah, that's all we know. That's it. So we 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 aren't given any any like even the slightest like old friends dialogue between Holdo and Leah would have would have made worlds of difference in this character because that would have given some kind of tie in one direction or the other for the 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 viewers to latch onto. But there's no tie for the viewers to 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 grasp or to understand because all we know is that Leah's been Leah is in the Can medical you say Leia? Leia? Thank you. <laughs> Sorry. Leah. Uh Leia is in the medical bay um and this new lady comes in that apparently knows Leia. Cool. Everybody knows Leia, right? So, I mean, there's there's no backstory. There's no connection. Therefore, her sacrifice is meaningless. I mean, well, I mean, it's not semi-meaningless. Yeah, it's it's it feels more empty or it, it conflicted or yeah. something. Like it's a badass scene for sure. But it's, I mean, you didn't trust this character from the beginning, and then she turns around as a good guy. So what I would like to mean, I felt more emotion when we lost an Ewok. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Just letting you know, right? No, oh no, no, that's, that's my buddy. That's sadly true, though. Like, yikes. Um, so I'd like to see us modify her backstory that will lead to some sort of long-term impact due to her sacrifice. That's the kind of the two things that I'd like us to see if we can accomplish, basically. Well, I mean, so even just playing off the canon, right? What mm-hmm. we what we know or what what has been established as canon, 
for Holdo. Um, she and Leia knew each other way back at the academies, right? Yeah, um, on on Coruscant. On Coruscant. part of the, the legislature. Right. So On Coruscant. And then, and then they split up for a while, but then Holdo comes back later as part of the resistance. Joins the resistance, right? yeah. And yeah. we don't see anything in between that time. Nope. So let's, I mean, maybe we just establish what that looks like for her. So between, so after they meet and are together in the junior or whatever legislature to her joining the resistance. Yes, to either to her joining the resistance or even her just showing up on the ship. Okay, sure. Yeah. Uh, either, either one, whatever that looks like. I think she worked for the Empire. I was going to say the same thing. Worked for the Empire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Once they split. But like, it's like, is she like a loyal, like, you know, imperial, you know, candidate or whatever? Or is she like a mercenary? So, like, we know that she's she's good at what she does, right? Because she well, and Leia were... Up. Yeah, blowing the ships up. Um, but pushing like, the g- green go button. Yeah, right. Pushing the big button on stupid scene. <laughs> we know that she's good at, at what she does. She and Leia are good at um, swaying people to their side, right? And so maybe where Leia goes and becomes a resistance fighter, um, Holdo decides to make profit off this and becomes basically a politician for hire, like a lobbyist. A lobbyist, okay. Yeah, I can see that. So she's not, she's just on the council. She's not really working for the Empire. I don't think so. I think they bring her on and like, hey, I need you to to paint us in a good light. And she works for a little while. She's a marketing professional. Yeah. <laughs> but she just, I mean, she'll work for whoever has the most dough. Space dough. Space dough. <laughs> Makes the best space pizza. And the best space cookies. Hey. Hey. Okay. So, how does that lead her then to the resistance? So, well, wait, before, if we can, before that, so, like, how do, what's the connection point for, between, you know, she's in the leg- legislature and then she's just suddenly working for the Empire? Like, what's, had that happen? I don't think, I don't think it's just a, it's a suddenly thing. I think, I think she, like, starts working, like, little things here and there. As a lobbyist? As, yeah, as lobbying and whatnot, and then, um, gets, catches wind of, like, good pay over on the empire side here or there right starts doing jobs for them yeah right starts doing little things she's like like she's like i'm not i'm not gonna buy into this like it's i'm just not for the money i'm not, yeah exactly like i'm not i'm not part of this movement i'm just here for the money i'm just taking advantage of the empire exactly I'm not helping them i'm exactly. just you know taking their money right and i and i think that maybe that starts pushing her up the empire's um like who to watch list yeah kind of like kind of kind of like their rankings right yeah yeah like so it gives her a little bit of experience here and there and she starts spending more time on the bridge and spending more time like in the presence of the higher ups and so she starts learning things here and there about a little little bit more about like strategy and combat and things like that so this is just clarify this is the empire so this is you know in the movies where she is uh, in like four, five, and six, this is what she's doing. She's working for the Empire back before the fall of the Emperor. Right. 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 Okay. I just wanted to clarify that that's what we were establishing. Right. Yeah. So during this time, she's working with them, um, and is moving up their like faux ranks, right? Because she's still she's still technically a mercenary. Right. Like she's uh, she's being paid. She's a contractor. Right. Right. And so, um, and I, I think maybe she gets she gets up decently high, and then. Something happens. What happens, Fairgrief? Uh, she they, dies. No, uh, I'm just oh, <laughs> she has a child and then loses said child. Oh, yikes. the Death Star explodes twice, and she loses job security. <laughs> She's like, "Yeah, I'm out. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. This is BS." Oh man, what what sick irony! Well, after that, that Death Star explodes, she escapes that. The next Death Star explodes, she escapes that, and then just decides to do it herself and blow up the ship. <laughs> Screw you guys. You guys can never do anything right. I was thinking that she would be on Coruscant at the time of the, the Death Stars exploding, which would have caused massive political and social upheaval, like rioting and like that that planet, that and many of the planets would have been in relative chaos during that time after the Empire fell, you know, before the First Order began to reassert control. Um, because when the Empire fell, when the Emperor fell, that means that from the, you know, from the Republic, even though it wasn't really the Republic, it was the Empire, from their perspective, they just lost their chancellor. They just lost their their president, right? They just lost their leader. And so that would have caused mass hysteria, probably, in the streets of Coruscant. Um, and so she could have gotten caught up in that and then been like, 
noping out. Like I'm nope. This is I, I nope. see what's happening. The, this my my job is done here. My job security is gone. I need to go. I'm out. That's what I was thinking. Rather than her being on the Death Star, that would be funny though. <laughs> She, so she has no true loyalties either which way. No, I don't think so. Convenience is her true loyalty. So then what leads her to then blow up another ship? You mean to the First Order conflict? Yeah, like where she decides to sacrifice herself. So how does she get to the Resistance? How does she... So she knew Leia. So maybe she escapes on an uh, escapes from Coruscant during the rioting on an Alderaanian transport and goes to Alderaan. And then... And then Alderaan had been destroyed. Yep, Alderaan's gone. Uh, <laughs> yep. Nope. Uh, okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Maybe Leia reaches out to her. That would that would potentially make us trust her more because um, if Leia is, you know, establishing more of a connection. Well, we got to establish maybe like a reason for that, right? Right. Exactly. Right. So I mean, Leia trusts her as an old friend. Sure. But that old friendship is I don't necessarily think would be enough to sacrifice yourself just to, as a mercenary. Yeah, to no. stop to stop the empire. So maybe what happens is uh, f- the beginning of the fall of the empire. Right, um, the empire isn't completely destroyed, but they're starting to scatter a little bit. Um, in certain places where the rebellion takes over, um, people who have worked with the empire or or alongside or were paid by the empire are being prosecuted. Right, uh, mostly mostly jailed, occasional executions, stuff like that. Right. Um, maybe Holdo tries to get away, but doesn't quite Ooh, okay. doesn't quite make it. Okay. Gets caught. Yeah. Um, Leah catches wind of this. Leia. Leia catches wind of this. <laughs> uh, Leia catches wind of this and decides to go um, check it out and and see what's up. Um, talks to Holdo, gets some understanding, and because they're old friends, steps in, sticks her neck out for her, and gets her out of that bind. Right. Okay. It's okay. Like, all right. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna help you out here, and so now Holdo owes Leia something. Right. But is still kind of just like I'm a neutral party. Like I appreciate what you've done for me, but I'm not I'm not going to just blindly follow you into battle. Right. But but from you know if this if this canon was established on some level through some conversations or whatever in the Last Jedi, that would make me empathize and feel way more for Holdo knowing that you know she was essentially like a prisoner of war at one point because of like uh, but she was like essentially like an innocent civilian that got caught up in this and then Leia's like Leia's friends saved her like that would make me like her so much more from an audience perspective so how does she go from that to being an admiral oh I think she goes back to her basically mercenary background right and mercenaries still gain rank within their own their own units so, like, I mean, there are mercenary captains and mercenary generals and things like that. Why not also a mercenary admiral? I mean, is she really a mercenary or is she really more of, like, a contractor, a consulting? I mean, during wartime, anyone who yeah, who, who would be for hire, for a side, to fight or create chaos or anything like that would, would definitely be a mercenary. Maybe she's not an admiral. Maybe she's just, like, the advisor to Leia and then... She just kind of asserts control when Leia gets injured. Oh, she she calls herself an admiral, and no one I mean, questions her. Maybe that like word isn't even used, but just like she just takes control because she's the like she's Leia's trusted advisor because she's you know hopped on board with the resistance train because she's you know she's a mercenary, so her loyalties can flip in whatever direction is convenient for her. And the resistance is very convenient when Leia is there protecting her. Um, and then she, and then when Leia gets injured, she just asserts control as this advisor and takes over. Right. Yeah. Like she can claim like, I'm Leia's advisor. I know her plans. I know what she's looking for. I know her the best. I know what she wants. Therefore I can step into this position and continue power as if she never left. And if that's how, and if it's reasonable and if it's reasonable for us as the audience to think that based on the canon that's been established of, you know. Uh, this is so. This is years later, right? Uh, at the point where Leia gets injured, like when she gets rescued from uh, Coruscant by Leia or wherever. Uh, that's like what twenty years before. So then she's been working as, as a consultant, as an advisor for Leia for like twenty years, and we, as the audience, know that. Then for us, it could be much more reasonable that that, that happens. Uh, you know, especially if there isn't any other competing 
literal admiral there. Like, Admiral Akbar is nowhere to be found. Well, he so, does. Yeah. So, or any other admiral is nowhere to be found. So then it could make sense that this advisor of many, many years of Leia steps in. I, you know, I, I think they could even play the whole, like, hold those not to be trusted thing mm-hmm. in a better light this way. Right. No, me too. Because we know that Holdo's a mercenary or a a advisor for hire, someone yeah. who understands both sides. So we see that Holdo takes charge on the ship. Right. She's now in charge of what's left of the fleet. Right. Whoa, that's a lot of power. We also know that she's a mercenary. We also know that that she will change sides for money and has before, like has swapped sides. Um. So that that way. Like with with this background and with this this idea of of her being loyal to money and nothing else, like you can start to see like, oh man, like she's just been waiting for this opportunity, and the empire's paying her more. I mean, this way you can at least spin a web of there's a possibility of, she's actually of the bad guy. Yeah, and doubt. right. I mean, and that makes it as an audience member much more meaningful because yeah. this was a character that had just just been set up. As someone that we can now trust. Right. But right. we know the background. And so it's like, oh, now we're doubting this person that we just yeah. were trusting. Yeah. No, I think that's way better than... I think it's way better of a storyline to have her be someone that you did trust, now doubting, rather than have no idea who you are, now doubting, now suspicious. And, I mean, you could even throw in a line from Poe or something like, how much is the Empire paying you for this? Or like... Yeah, yeah. Or like, what, our, our salaries weren't good enough for you, now the Empire has you, or, or something like yeah, that. Yeah, something like that. Like, like something that will jog your memory of, yep. oh yeah, yep. she does work for money, you know? And then at the end... The sacrifice. With her, her sacrifice, like, that's meaningful because she made a hard choice for a side. Even though we know, as a character and as, as a person, that she isn't invest supposedly isn't invested in this side she's there because she's got protection and money and so that that design or that decision to turn around and jump the ship through the dreadnought now means something because she knows she was sacrificing herself for a specific cause um and she would get nothing out of it except death yeah nothing and so like like now her jump has more significance than just all right they took down a dreadnought right because that's all it's got in the movie currently. Yeah, really. Mm. I, I agree. So that no, was, that, was that the repaying of the debt to Leia? Yeah, I think so. Uh, there could even be some sort of like dialogue maybe or like or, or something like like over like. Or on the big green go button, there's just a picture of Leia on it. <laughs> that she's just like taped to it's, it. It's a Captain America moment where it tapes the, <laughs> holds the photo up. Yeah. Uh, see, I was thinking more like. Oh, but it's them when they were young in the young legislature. Uh, there you go. See, I, I was seeing more like Leia on uh on, comms. on on the planet side yeah looking up and seeing the dreadnought destroyed and saying something just quietly like i guess we're even now oh you know that makes it so much more meaningful i really like that a lot actually i do like the picture too though <laughs> <laughs> actually kiss his little picture i mean <laughs> can have both like can have like the, 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 the or maybe like a hologram that's like a little disc that she sets on top of the the control console and it's it's like playing like a recording of the two of them, and it's like a conversation that was previously referenced, but we never saw the full conversation of when they were together in the young legislature. And then the conversation like ends right when she like jumps into hyperspeed, hyperspeed, and you know destroys the dreadnought. And then like maybe Leia like finishes the conversation, like she says like the like whatever like the hologram version of her was saying. Then she says that like she finishes it or something. Does that, does like that, make like sense? that was their fondest memory or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, exactly, exactly. Their most meaningful memory. See, we've given this character a background. It's not even a crazy background. No. It's just, just like something. A, a slight one. Literally anything. <laughs> yeah. Already infinitely better. Uh-huh. And do you think that her sacrifice is cliche or do you think that it's actually badass? Uh, this scene is badass. and it, But I think that without any backstory, it's just a... Okay. So really... She's just, she's just another just expendable character that goes down. But the the... The you know jumping the ship and destroying the ship and all that like that's that in itself is badass. Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, totally. Her her sacrifice is still it's still a sacrifice. Like they're down a ship and they took out a dreadnought and they're down this supposed admiral. Right. But I mean, the only sacrifice currently that we see is the the loss of a ship and an expendable character. A very expendable character, yeah, honestly. Right. And so I think, like, I, I think the scene itself is badass. 
I love it. Like it's it's awesome. Um, however, the over overarching importance behind it is lessened. Yeah, no, for sure, completely agree. And I think that we really help to you know remedy that a lot. Should she have any other like additional like skills or abilities or anything? Like, so um, she's she's a she's got political abilities. She's a lobbyist. She's a consulting mercenary type person. Um, so she's very good at the political game. She's good at commanding leadership, all these sorts of things. Is she throw knives? Is I think she, she can tie a cherry stem in a knot with her tongue. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure, why not? It's canon. My Boom. brother can do that, and his tongue is shorter than mine. I have a very blows short my mind. How short is your tongue? Stick it out. Yeah, yours is shorter. I think yours might even be shorter than mine, which is saying something. Do you have a long tongue, Riley? I can't see your tongue behind your microphone. Oh, you have a way longer tongue, tongue than both of us. How long is your tongue, audience? Let us know. <laughs> Show us. <laughs> Show us. Yeah, send us pictures. Send us pictures of your tongue. <laughs> Just your tongue. Weird. Yep. Um, I hope that we get an influx of tongue pics. <laughs> I think she. Tweet them at us. DM us. Who cares? Just send us your tongue. It's not my kink. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> I think she uh, is laser eyes no one fake eye that provides a heads-up display for her she's got machine guns in her abs (laughs) (laughs) yeah in 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 a in a universe where machine guns don't exist it's like lasers and laser blasters laser machine guns laser machine guns in her abs she's actually um the tonfa trooper from the first uh the force awakens (laughs) (laughs) traitor she is tonfa trooper I think in a world that has laser weapons, she has an actual, like, iron knife. She prefers to do it the old school way. Likes to slide it up under the jaw, into the brain. So it's a long knife. It's a fairly long knife. It's a metal knife. Is it, like, electrified or anything? Or just, like, made or made of, like, some cool material? Or No, she just makes sure to not get hit by lasers. <laughs> <laughs> so she's high agility and dexterity so she's maybe even has some some shady previous work as like an assassin sort of thing i don't know maybe i don't know if she has high dexterity and like she just kind of sneaks up behind people and like stabs them all the police are confused because they're like we've never seen this weapon before (laughs) what is what is this (laughs) what is the sharp pointy thing They think it's an accident because yeah, right. there's no laser marks or anything. Ooh, nope, and it's no made proof. of ice, so it melts. No. <laughs> always, she's just always casting new ice blades. Wait, she's a wizard now? <laughs> no, waterbender? Like, you have to, like, like, a, like a... Oh, cast like is a, in that kind of thing. Yeah. Case. Okay. C-A-S-T-E. I think it's, a, it's one of those really, like, brutal knives where it's kind of wrought iron. It doesn't have a hilt to it or anything. It just goes from the handle straight into the blade, but the blade isn't like a stereotypical blade. It's the old, what they used to put on bayonets that were outlawed, mm, yeah, yeah. where they're just a triangle yeah. tip. Oh, those things are gnarly. So it's basically like an ice pick that she uses. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but a really long ice pick. And she can do a little bit of sneaky, sneaky, stealthy, stealthy. Stabby, stabby. I think at one I point she was... I mean, they have stealth boys, so, uh, or whatever. The bassist in a ska band. Why? Because so, is that the before the legislature during her young teen years um, on Gal- Galantanar, whatever the planet? Sure, she's why from? not? I don't care when she does it, as long as she was the bassist in a ska band. I ship it. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with it. I, I don't think it would be called ska though. It's always ska, or it would be called ska, but it's actually like what we would think of as like smooth jazz. Or well, something. you know, <laughs> ska came before reggae. I yes, I'm aware. I'm talking about smooth jazz. I'm talking about ska. I'm, we're talking about the same thing. All right, Riley. What kind of music do you think she should play? I think that she should still have the same kind of haircut, but I think a side of her head should be shaved. That's not yeah. That's not a type of music. We're moving on. We're moving that's on. That's what it's called, Nick. That's the kind of music that we're playing. I'm stuck. I think she should play Cantina style. I'm stuck in this bit forever. It's probably copyrighted. Copyright. copyright. <laughs> no, 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 no. It you falls... can't copyright my voice. Yeah, so this falls under that one law, parody law. Because he did such a poor job of it, then it's funny. <laughs> right? That's what that means. I don't know whether to be wrecked or to agree with you. <laughs> I'm going to agree with you. Hey. <laughs> Saved by the by lack discomfort. Of skill. Loopholes. Yep. So I agree that uh, one side of her head should be shaved. Um, but is there anything else with her appearance? I mean, she she wears these clothes, like these robes and whatnot, that make her look like regal, like, you know, like a senator sort of look, like very professional, very um, 
uh, respectable, noble, nobility types of clothing? Do we want to change any of that? Do we want her to wear, you know, I mean, do we want to make her kind of look more like an assassin with her blade and stuff? Or do we want nah. her to look like wear a pantsuit? I, I don't know. I like the way that she looks now, like the clothing she wears, because then it's less expected when she pulls a dagger out from somewhere. I mean, under those robes, yeah. Yep. Maybe under the robes, she has like a Batman-style tool belt. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only like there's a rebreather, yep. a her signature dagger, yep, and then maybe a sticky grenade and a communication a comms device. Ah, yes, yeah, sticky grenade right here for you, buddy. So yeah, I think that's her equipment loadout. Anything else about her back? I think I think her backstory is good now. Um, uh, what about you know long long term impact on the story? Is there anything that this additionally causes, or anything else that we want to add in? I think she was also pregnant with Poe's child. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hate that so much. I don't like it either. I'm I, just kidding. I cannot tell you how much I hate that. I think she was pregnant with a force baby. Another Anakin. Another Anakin? Anakin was a force baby. Yes, he was. No, somebody impregnated his mom. No, the force. I mean, the idea is that it was the force. Because it's his metachlorians? And it's, a G- it's literally a Jesus analogy, yeah. Yeah, because of his metachlorians. Sure. Yeah. His metachlorian count? Yeah. It's through the roof. Yeah, have you ever But he heard? still can't <laughs> keep his legs from getting chopped off. Hey, oh, what a loser. Yeah. Got those metachlorians. Okay, so she's not pregnant. No. no. So there's obviously a long-term impact this on... Is, this is not a yes and podcast, okay? This is <laughs> a no but podcast. This is a no but maybe podcast. <laughs> this is a podcast where we shoot down your ideas and then come back to them later and take credit for them. <laughs> That's fair. Too real. Uh, so... So this obviously has a long-term impact on Leia, personally, but not really because, you know, spoilers, Leia dies. Um, I mean, we haven't seen that yet. You know, she's still alive at the end of um, of The Last Jedi, but I mean, I, I, I don't see how else. I, I don't think CGI, gonna, brother. I sure hope not. Carrie, for sure. I, I heard, <laughs> Why did you do that? <laughs> I, I heard that they uh, had to rewrite, like, the full script of the final film, so... Did the other actor die too? Actress? I guess you mean Laura Dern? No. The one who plays Holdo? The new Leia. New what? Leia. You mean Ray, the main character? You said Leia died. Uh, Carrie Fisher died. So Yeah. Because Carrie Fisher died, they had to rewrite the script of the last one. At the end of The Last Jedi. Right. She's still but alive. It's, it's not... Uh, the, the, the Leia in, in um, The Last Jedi is a separate actress. What are you talking about? She's not CGI. No, she's not CGI. She's Carrie Fisher. Yeah. No, it's yeah. No, yes. it's, no, it's yes, not. It no, is. it's no, it's not. Yes, it it's is. It's not Carrie Fisher. You are objectively wrong. I am objectively correct. You are. I don't know why you would think this. There's no good reason for you to think these false thoughts. Oh, I sound like a pastor right there. <laughs> the devil be tempting you with to false thoughts to touch your own. P- Stop. Don't do it. Lord Jesus would prefer you never touch your. P- touch mine instead. Touch Last- his. P- Last Touch the Lord's f- Oh, the pastor. Last Jedi. Touch the pastor's f- The Last Jedi. Touch my p- The Last Jedi. The Last Jedi. Cast. Princess Leia. Yep. Carrie Fisher. And? Right there. And? Oh. There is no and. And? <laughs> no. There is no and. There is literally no and. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna do something. Nothing. <laughs> I'm gonna eat these tea bags. Okay. I'm gonna blame you for it when they come out all hurt, all painfully. You're already hurt. <laughs> hey. Yeah. Emotionally, mentally, physically. You can't give me credit for something your dad did. Hey. So, because Carrie Fisher passed away, they're having to rewrite the script for the last one, the ne- the upcoming one, right? So yeah, for a new. Actress. As far as the long term, I we'll see. Maybe it could happen. We'll see. It's but, gonna be Gal Gadot. No, it won't. No, that yeah. would make no sense. Yeah. <laughs> Nix is dreaming. Um, She's pretty. What I'm saying is that there's probably not going to be. At, at this point, a long-term impact really on Leia of the sacrifice that Holdo made. The only other potential long-term sacrifice that you could say is, you know, she saved the rebellion, but I don't know if I even agree with that. Yeah, she's kind of, she'll be kind of bummed that her friend's dead. Is that the only long-term outcome we've got? Yeah, probably. Even still? What the, I mean, I mean, in our canon? Yeah. She'd be incredibly upset that her friend is dead. No, but like, what I'm saying is, <laughs> other than the impact on Leia... Impact on the story. What does Holdo's sacrifice mean? Anything? Oh, I don't think it changes much. I 
I don't think it does either. So do we want to change that is the question. Mm. It was a bad movie. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not it's not it's amazing. Not, it's not good. It was it was I would say it was good. It was not great. It it was not Maybe. Star, it was not Star Maybe. Wars level. Maybe. Hey, this is the lasting impact. Okay. okay. Throw it at me. Throw it at so, me. So okay. 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 Uh they the rest of the rebellion gets down to the planet. The strike force from the uh, First Order gets down to the planet, and then uh, Admiral Holdo does her sacrifice, but takes out, like, because they're lined up waiting for a re-transport back up, mm. she just takes out the other three ships, right? And so, like, traps them all on the planet. But, but like, the Rebellion has people coming, whereas the, the Empire doesn't really know yet that anything's gone wrong, or the, the First Order doesn't know that anything's gone wrong. So that will cause an even greater delay in the First Order being able to regroup and chase after the Rebellion, allowing the Rebellion to get off of the planet. Because yeah. we don't really see exactly that I she can think of. She doesn't kill a Manjaro. Right. She does, I don't think we really see exactly how they get off the planet. You know, I, the last thing I that think I can they think have, of, yeah. maybe they haven't. They were... In the in the middle of being rescued. So yeah, I'm okay. I think that that can fit in the canon very easily. In fact, that I think that sets it up nicer too. And that that makes sense too with like how prideful Kylo Ren and and the Weasley brother is. Yeah. That uh, <laughs> that they're like they don't need any help. We've got it under control. It's just one ship left. Just keep pushing forward. Keep mm-hmm. pushing forward. Whatever. Whereas happens. the rebellion up until this point has been sending out emergency signals. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. No, I like that. I think and it, making that a more you know overt notable like that is definitely the reason that they're able to escape making that a little more obvious um i think that that would be good too just uh, just a little bit just a touch more evident that that's the cause that it was hold a sacrifice that really allowed them to leave the planet and get to the planet in the first place or Holdo. you know when when the uh when the strike force gets down to the planet uh holdo just aims at the strike force on the planet and just hyperspeeds into the planet that would destroy the entire planet <laughs> She, she kills everyone on the planet. She she ends Star Wars. <laughs> That's her last time. <laughs> That'd be so bad. Ba-dum. <laughs> the credits just roll and everyone's like, what? what? <laughs> Still a better movie. <laughs> but then you don't get the scene with, with uh, fake Luke fighting Kylo Ren. That was a pretty cool scene. That was a cool scene. Holdo is Ray's mom. Eh. I think we're, that will eventually probably become made known in the, in the no, it, film. No, it is known. Holdo's raised mom? No, who raised parents are. That was said in the movie. Who? They're just junkers. Oh, yeah, they're just junkers. Yeah, that's true. What the heck? I forgot. Uh, I, wasn't I forgot. Stupid, they're stupid movies. They're See, it was such a non-notable point. I forgot. Snope has no lasting impact. Admiral Holdo did nothing. Ray's parents were nothing. This is stupid. Welcome this is a postmodern Star- take on postmodernism. Welcome I, to I, Star Wars. I quit. I'm never Star Warsing again. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to watch the last film. Star but. Wars, not even once. <laughs> well, episodes four through six. And Mark one Micah. through three. No. One through three are classics. No. You got to watch it in the uh, machete order. Machete. I mean, you do need to watch one through three just so that you can go onto Reddit and look at prequel memes and understand. Because <laughs> those are great. I love prequel it's memes. Me- his count is through the roof. I am the Senate. <laughs> surprise That's picture, a surprise picture, but a surprise for sure, but a welcome one. That's probably my favorite. <laughs> That's also one of my favorites. It's literally just weird flex, but okay. Yeah. But. Okay. So Holdo is a much better character now. Now that the sacrifice is so much more meaningful, not only in its impact to Leia, but also long-term in the Rebellion, allowing the Rebellion to continue on and survive a- after the planet that they're on, which I don't remember the name of. Um, and she's a badass politician, lobbyist, kind of maybe sort of assassin with her ice pick dagger thing ice pick dagger ice pick dagger um yeah i'm i'm very happy with admiral holdo now and i i hope that jack is too so jack from tom hanks defense podcast right tom hanks defense podcast pod hanks defense defense force Tom Hanks Defense Force. Tom Hanks Defense Force. from So Jack from Tom Hanks Defense Force, um, let us know if we have uh, sufficiently corrected Admiral Amelin Holdo for you. And anyone else out there, uh, we would love to hear your thoughts on Admiral Holdo, any of our other characters. Um, as always, please, we would love to hear from you, especially new characters that you want us to talk about. We would love to hear about those as well. You can reach out to us at Podcast on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Uh, most uh, quickly, we'll probably get back to you on Twitter. Um, you can also reach out to us on our website 
popapoc.com. That's P-O-P-A-P-O-C.com. If you enjoyed this episode or one of our other episodes and want to hear more, please check out our, our previous episodes um, and also check out our Patreon page, uh, patreon.com slash popapoc. That's again, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash P-O-P-A-P-O-C to check out our post shows, our special appendices podcast. So that's a, a special uh, monthly, bi-monthly, it's a periodic podcast that we do where we tackle some of the larger issues that we uh, don't have time for in this show. And so we talk about them on that show. In our first episode, we talk about what exactly differentiates a henchman versus a villain and how do we categorize those within a narrative um, within film, television, and other sorts of media. So very cool podcast. I mean, if I do say so myself, would highly recommend checking that out as well. Patreon.com slash popapoc. And uh, we just really want to hear from you. If you uh, enjoyed this as well, uh, if you don't want to check out our Patreon page, we would love it if you would leave us a review on wherever you listen to podcasts and we'll uh we'll you know probably read your review on an upcoming episode we hope to hear from you any last thoughts my dudes yes spaceship plasma conductors can't melt steel dreadnoughts um i guess you could probably use hot dogs in place of your fingers sometimes and don't eat your friends but eat your fingers eat your teeth instead (laughs) bye My rapper name is Little Tiny Big Shoes.